Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. I am your host, Cecil Xavier, and I'm joined by uh, by by my very, very good friends and co-hosts here. Um, we've got D from Microbrew... Actually, no, I'm sorry. We have a, a different gentleman. D could not join us this evening, so we have a completely different gentleman with us this evening. So, honestly, I can't say your whole name. Would you mind introducing yourself? Frederick Sean Neil Stevenson the Third. Ah, and you are you are actually wearing a monocle. This is uh, this is amazing. Yes, absolutely, quite. <laughs> and we're joined by Zyberblood. Zyberblood, how you doing, man? Um, well, pretty good, I guess. I well, no, I'm pretty good. God damn it, pretty fucking good. Hey, I hear Charmander is back alive and kicking. Yes, and it only cost me the price of three tires. That's fantastic. All right. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. And we've got okay, Blue Shark. Oh, well, actually, Blue. Blue, where, where are you? Oh, oh, yeah. We had to lock him up because of that tweet. Now, don't don't worry, Blue. We'll we'll let you out for next time. Maybe. If you're good. I knew I heard something bizarre from the song. <laughs> so, the most important thing that we always have to do every single night... What is everyone drinking? I have a super super special one. I don't. I ho- I hope. I'm praying that Zyberblood isn't isn't doing the same thing. Because if he is, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to jump and get something else. But let's start with uh, Mr. Von Von Schnookens over there. Yes, I am drinking some Jack Daniel's honey whiskey. Oh, all right. You got to You got to tell us about that. Did you actually just drop your monocle in your glass? No, no, it's, it's a, of course on a string. Oh, I, that would have been amazing if you actually just dropped that in your glass that you were drinking. Yes, it's uh, it's a Jack Daniel's whiskey, nothing special, but it is infused with honey, so it is quite sweet and uh, very smooth. It goes down super smooth and lacks the bite that normal Jack Daniel's has. Bullier. Zyberblood, what do you drink with us, man? Well, I am drinking uh, something that was very hard to find. Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I kind of killed it because you saw the top of the can. I was gonna play it off, but I am drinking um something from a brewery down in uh, the city that I've been trying to get a hold of. Um, if not, stop in there. I am drinking IPA from Gun Hill Brewery. Um, yeah. I mean, it 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 even has this like sticker that it's a certified beer of New York State. New York State certifies their beers? I guess so. They recognize this as a beer made in New York State. That's amazing. <laughs> Certifiable. Uh, let's see. It's a 6.6 by volume, which, you know, doesn't even... It, it seems less than that, which I guess is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you, you can drink more of them without getting completely trashed. That's... Kind of nice. I I can't find any of like the IBU stuff for it on here, but uh, it's not too bad. I mean, it it tastes tastes a little bit stronger than a sixty. If I was to compare it to something, very cool, very cool. I like it. Well, uh, Blue Shark, what? Do you, oh, uh, I forgot. You're still tied up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta untie you one of these days. Um, so, uh, does anybody want to ask me what I'm drinking? What are you drinking, baby? Uh, I've been saving this. I've been saving this for, for a very special occasion. And, uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm sparsing these out because I am going to age these as well. I'm going to have one in probably another five or six months. And then another one, uh, about five or six months after that. So, (laughs) it's, uh... It, it, it's going to be hard. I'm hoping that I find a four pack somewhere in between there, so I can enjoy them even more. But I, I am enjoying a beer that it took me over ten years mm. to get my hands on. My nipples are hard. I am drinking. I am about to drink a Dogfish Head 120 minute IPA. Fuck my nipples. I'm hard. That does sound intriguing. I have spent so long trying to track this down. The first time I had this, and I know I've, I know I've told the story before, but. I got to tell it now. It was up in uh, in Vermont 
uh, a gentleman and I were staying in a hotel because we were doing an install. We, we walked around town looking for some place to eat and ended up in the, the hotel bar or, or restaurant or whatever the hell you want to call it. And while we were there, ironically, Dogfish Head was doing a tasting of all of their beers. So all their beers that they had at the time, which I, I think they were pretty much just, you know, not, not necessarily starting up, but they were pretty young because most people hadn't heard of them. What fortune? They had all of their beers there, and the 120-minute IPA was one of them. And I remember when we asked for some, they said, yeah, yeah, you got to like, uh, you got to actually pay a buck for it. So, um, you know, there's that. I'm like, well, well whatever. We'll, we'll pay the buck. So we paid the buck and uh, it was amazing. We drank it out of a brandy snifter and it was amazing. Now, I don't even know what the Ivy uses on this. All I do know is that it is 15 to 20% ABV. So I am, I am super excited to have this once again and I'm actually drinking this out of my uh because I don't have a brandy snifter here I'm actually drinking this out of my my scotch snifter all right oh man I know the God, smell the, the aroma alone is is getting me excited um <laughs> I, I, I haven't even drank this thing yet you know this might be one of the biggest wah wahs in the world uh 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 Oh, oh, what'd I miss? Appearance first. Appearance first. Describe the appearance. Okay, so, um, appearance. This is a, wow, um, how to describe this? This is, is, is very thick and golden. Um, it's, it's actually got a lot of carbonation in it, ironically. I wasn't expecting so much carbonation, so I think I might let this breathe a little bit more to get some of the carbonation out of it. But, uh, it's a nice golden color, um, Good texture, and it and actually is forming its own head just by sitting here for a moment. Um, mm. It's it's very very nice. Did you uh, let it get to room temperature? Um, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance. But I'm going to be drinking this fairly slow, so by the time I get to the end of this, it'll be room temperature. Um, but uh, the smells. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of those those uh, those hoppy hints, um, and and the citrusy of the IPA is there. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I do believe you went digital after that taste. Yeah, extraordinary. Yeah. Wow, you went Megatron after that sip. Yeah, yeah, I um unexpected. Uh, it it yeah. It was, uh, it, it, it is amazing. Yes, it is. Oh, God. I've been so tempted to break into another one. Um, I know it's only been like two weeks, but. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is, uh, that's got a bit of a punch, though, on the way down. Yeah. Like, like when it hits the lips and it goes by the tongue, it's, it's got a lot of flavor. So the attack is what? What are the flavors of the attack? Um, man, you, you right off the front, you can taste that. Uh, you can taste the hops, like you can taste those hops right there at the front. Um, mm. It's all hops. I mean, just just with the smell and the flavor and aroma, just just everything. It, it's it's total hops. And then as soon as you start rolling around the tongue, you get that, that grapefruit hint. Mm. But then on the way down, like after it goes past the throat and it starts traveling onto the stomach, it almost burns like a, like you just drank a, a liquor, you know, like, like a very light liquor, like a schnapps. Hmm. Oh. How's the mouth feel? How's the, the tactile sense? I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. Is it thick, watery, very carbonated? Um, I just got the IBUs. It's 120. Oh, well, yeah, that makes absolute 100% sense. That's a monocle dropper right there. And it is listed at a 21%. Oh, my God. This is so good. Yes, it's, it is hmm, quite wonderful. This is amazing. Okay, so enough with me joygasming over this beer, but it took me 10 <laughs> years to find it to get my hands back on it. I think it deserves a five-minute clip. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> how are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Quite well, quite well. Yeah? 
So I figure we're going to start off, um, we're going to try starting up a new segment, and we're going to do it after we talk about what's what we're drinking. Um, we're going to call it the State of Games today, or State of the Union. This is basically like what we're playing, and what what we're thinking, and what we're doing. Um, One more thing, uh, sorry to backtrack, but um, they use High Alp American hops in the 120. A rare find indeed. Hmm. High alpha, sorry. High alpha American hops. Yeah, so the uh, the tactician thing in my mouth, whatever the hell you're talking about. So it's yes, the mouthfeel. It's definitely it's definitely a thick, thick beer. Like this is, I don't know whether I'd call it heavy, but yeah, it's robust. It's got the consistency just shy of cough syrup. Hmm. Man, this is gonna just so good. It's, it's I hope it is a robust IPA. Would you say it's thicker than Guinness even? Mm. Mm. See, Guinness Guinness isn't thick to me. Guinness is creamy. Yes. Ah, yes. Guinness would be more creamy. Th- this is thick, not as creamy. It's a little bit grittier. No, no, it's thick, but it's smooth. It's it's. It's got like the consistency of a light cough. It's got okay. You guys remember that purple Robitussin we always used to take as kids? Yeah, Tussin fix anything, even broken arms. That that grape Tussin. That's mm-hmm. what. That's the consistency. This is the consistency of grape Tussin. But I'm pretty confident this is going to kick a hell of a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. Robitussin is for amateurs. <laughs> So, state of the games today. So let's just go around the room. Let's talk about, uh, let's find out what you guys are playing now and uh, how you feel games are, are right now and games are going. So, uh, Cyberblood, what are you playing right now? How do you feel uh, How do you feel things are? Well, <clears throat> I have stepped back from new stuff and I am finally playing Mortal Kombat X. Mm, good game. Finally got into that. Um, I'm playing the story mode, not the online, because I want to get through all the story stuff and actually learn the moves before getting my ass kicked (laughs) online. (laughs) Um, I just also recently picked up Street Fighter V. Um, I haven't popped it in yet because I'm ADD or Ricochet Rabbit right now, whichever you prefer. Um, on games, I've been hitting Terraria. I've been hitting um, Castlevania, uh, Lord of uh, fucking whatever it is, Darkness, the Night, or whatever. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I even started to try and play WoW, and it's like, yep, I remember why I stopped playing because I want to play it more than just a few, you know, hours a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, World of Warcraft. That's yeah, it's time of my life. I'm never getting back. I also just got um Overwatch. Oh yeah. Which I played I played some of it. Um I played a few nights of it, I should say. It's fun. But but I prefer Paladins. Definitely prefer Paladins. I can I can see the allure. See, the thing I like about paladins personally is uh, is they give you that little carrot, the little thing to work for. Right. Overwatch just kind of gives you everything. I mean, that's good and bad. You know, you don't have to to grind to really unlock anything except for cosmetics. Um, right. I don't know. It's just like you got everything. So what's there really to work for? It's. I mean, my first few games of Overwatch. <laughs> I I kind of felt good because I was dominating so hard, and then I got my ass kicked in check. <laughs> because I guess like I don't know, maybe I got paired up with people that were um, more skill matched or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Dude, Overwatch is uh, Overwatch is big shit, man. I mean, there's a there's people that dedicate time yeah. to get really good at overwatch yep they have uh the tournaments for like pretty big uh prizes i'm, I'm not even talking about the tourneys man I'm, I'm just talking about the uh the tryhards yeah 
They're, those people are, are crazy. Dude, I totally pulled a Susan during one match. Oh, you got this... all silent and started tracking somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I got spawn killed. Oh, that's rather rude. That oh. really, really pissed me off. And and I just start stalking this person down and killing them every time I saw them. Just that person. I didn't care that anyone else was killing me. Bad form. Bad form. I just focused on that person. Then, like, towards the end of the game, I was like, oh, shit, I just pulled a Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, Mr. Steven Stevenson, monocle guy. Because I'm really yes. never going to remember everything. Asshole. Yes, it's Frederick Sean Neil Stevenson the third. Ah, the third. All right. So, uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's your state of games today? What do you, what are you playing? What, how do you feel things are? Well, right now the, uh, the main uh, AAA titles. It's so deplorable that I, I broke my monocle. If you need us, I'm having a little trouble. I, 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 I drop. That's pretty bad if a AAA title is wrecking your monocle. Yes, yes. The, uh, I think the state of microtransactions is absolutely highway robbery. So I have been delving into, of course, the indie games. Oh, for a true do connoisseur. Tell. Do tell, do tell. I will also show. I have found on Vita. Axie and Verge. Nice. That's solid. Yes, a nice special edition of Axiom Verge. That is solid right there. And Microbrew wanted also me to show you this that he is about to delve into. Dissidia. Oh, All right. Dissidia for PS4, for PS4. dude. Well, well, you let Microbrew know when you see him that uh, I am dying to know how that game turns out because I enjoy the ones for PSP. But uh, let me know. Be sure to tell Microbrew, fuck you, dude. Actually, Cecil. I have a copy for you over here for the PS4. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, I am uh, I am still super, super lame. I am still so balls deep in schoolwork that I really haven't been playing all that much. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Tarkov uh, and a little bit of Destiny 2, and that's about it. I hear that Tarkov is giving you a uh, pain-in-the-ass migraine. I hear it's rather challenging. Well, it's not that it's it, it, it's 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 challenging. Yes, I'm not I'm not very good at it. The thing that I'm having a problem with is that I've got this new rig. I I, I you know bounced it all up, got it got it going smoothly, and uh, and I think I fucked something up because I tried to overclock some things, and I think I may have melted down a couple of things. So now my you know now when I and, and at first even after I overclocked it and then brought everything back and got it working again, I was getting you know, a solid 45, 50 frames at 4K with everything maxed on Ultra. Now I turn it down to 1080p, turn everything to low, and I'm getting 20 frames no matter what. So I'm not sure. I, I'm hoping that it's something stupid like a patch and the patch is messing it up because, you know, I got, I'm, I'm running the Threadripper and I'm hoping it's just it, it can't handle 32 cores of anything. And that's just a problem, but uh, more than likely, what it is is I burnt up my memory, and and that's what's causing it. Because even like now, you're... with uh, with a bunch of the bunch of things that I have going right now, I'm getting weird, like lags, like lag spikes and stuff like that. So it'd be a, in this day and age, it'd be an awful shame if it was your GPU. I hear hmm. cryptocurrency is just rabbit causing those prices to get to highway robbery. No, well, thankfully, I don't. I didn't overclock anything on my GPU. Um, it was just uh, memory, RAM, and uh, and CPU. So thankfully, I didn't. I didn't overclock anything there. So, so your RAM is possibly kaputs. Yeah, and the worst part is, is that RAM prices have have doubled since I bought this RAM. I noticed that when I uh, bought the extra. Um... What was it? Uh, eighteen? No, it wasn't eighteen. It was like sixteen gigs, I think, hmm. to throw into the Alienware. Um, I I felt like I was getting getting raped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it really does bend you right over. Yeah, a good reminder to stay out of prison. If you ever wonder what prison's like, kids, buy some RAM. 
So yeah, that's my that's my state of games at the moment. Um, I, I'm liking I'm I'm liking I'm hearing what I'm hearing I'm liking, uh, especially from some indie people. Uh, Asylum from Scan Scanscape Sandscape, uh, same people who made Scratches. Um, they've been talking about Asylum for a while. It's finally up for I believe it's up for early access or pre-order on Steam. Uh, I forget which one. I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's pre-order on Steam. But that's up for pre-order on Steam now, which is amazing because for the longest time we were everybody was waiting, you know, to see what was going to come of it, you know, when it was going to come out. And the cool part is, is that they have done a really, really good job in hyping the game. I think, um, you know, they they've kind of done the L. Blair Witch style, where they've All created right. this whole backstory and they've created this whole kind of world behind it first. So I just hope they don't overhype to the point of No Man's Sky. Well, no, they're they're doing it pretty subtle. Like No Man's Sky hype was, hey, look at this. This is what we're trying to do. Um, Asylum's uh, hype is more, uh, hey, here's a website talking about the asylum. Even though it's a made up asylum, they made a whole website that talks about this made up asylum and and different news clippings on it and stuff like that. Uh, they've been making like forum posts and stuff like that that are are dealing with it. It's really cool. Sort of like what they did with Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, and the Blair Witch. Yep. If you remember the Blair Witch, they had the Curse of the Blair Witch that came up before, which was a, it was right. like a sci-fi behind, not behind the scenes, but it was like a sci-fi documentary of how they found the tapes and them interviewing people about the campers and stuff like that. I I thought it was a really great way to make it feel more immersive of a movie. Yeah, I felt the same way with all the stuff that they did with uh, Cloverfield, with like uh, all the websites that they created. Yeah. All the um, propaganda, all yeah. the um, hidden messages, decoding from the doctors that disappeared, and it, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, kind of like a... figuring out Krieger's password from Archer. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of cool things. I mean, a, a lot of um, a lot of big companies have have gone that route. I mean, take a look at uh, at Destiny One. With all the little tidbits of information that they hit around the community, like the, uh, God, Grimoire. do you remember, what's up? The Grimoire cards? No, not even the Grimoire cards, but the, uh, do you remember in the, uh, in the Axis raid, it was in the Wrath of the Machines raid, they had the, it, it was, God, bits and pieces that people found. They found different codes that that everybody finally put together in the community to unlock this picture. And this picture was literally how to open up this thing that looked like the No Man's Skies logo in the middle of it. But it was it wasn't something that any one person could do. I mean, a, a fire team could probably figure it out eventually. It probably would have just taken them forever. But you know, without the uh, without the help of the community and all the codes. But it was a really cool way of making the whole community get jumped in and immersed in in the game. Brilliant. So, quick update on this 120-minute IPA. I have never been buzzed off of half of a beer <laughs> in my life. Even when I was 13 and I was pounding down Budweiser's with my brother, I have never been buzzed off of half a beer. I am glowing right now. Yeah. I'm only halfway through this thing. When we did the um, the show and I drank mine, I stacked a few more other things on top of it. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a creeper, man. Like this sneaks right up on you. I I I was stone sober when we started this, and I'm warm. I'm glowy. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna make for a great uh, post face right there. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Always going to be quite cheerful. So another thing that I, I was I was thinking about, and I, I completely got sidetracked when I started like sipping this beer again. Um, like games that are coming out, uh, Anthem. You guys hear about Anthem getting delayed till twenty nineteen? Yes, yes. So you guys, you guys feeling feeling Anthem? You guys backing off from Anthem? What's your uh, What's your opinion? Well, sometimes a good thing takes time. So hopefully they can correct some of the bugs and, and fixes and, and put a little bit more polish to it. At least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I mean, I'm okay with them tra- uh, delaying until 2019 because I'm one of those huge, huge people that uh, I'd rather them take their time. Uh, 
you know, release a full game. You know, hell, if they've got some sort of weird thing going on, like uh, like what happened with Destiny, where they lost their, their like lead designer or lead guy right off the bat, and they had to churn out a game as quick as possible. Uh, if they got to take way more time because something like that happened, I'm okay with them taking way more time. Um, yeah. I'm I'm fine with that as long as they release something with a uh, nice polish on it and mm, you know very little creases around the edges. Hmm. I'm cool with it. Plus, there's a lot of big games coming out anyways that we're going to be delving into a lot. Yeah, there are a like, lot on the horizon. Like uh, most recently, uh, people swarming around uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Monster Hunter. Um, I've never been a Monster Hunter fan. I kind of, I don't know. Did they just? I think they started off on PSP, didn't they? Or was it Vita? Um, oh, it was on PSP. I think they were on the D- DSs also, weren't they? Yes, there's some on the DSs. Yeah, so I guess uh, I, I've never been a huge, huge fan of a lot of the handheld games that they've had. So, you know, I, pro- I, I probably never played them just simply because of that. But I've heard a lot of good things now. I'm curious if we're just hearing a lot of good things and it's going to be a quick up and down with it. Or if it's going to be a lasting, you know, well, if it's, stick. If, if any of the previous ones is to be any indication, they've the fan base has stayed with them quite uh, religiously. Well, let's see what we get out of them then. Hopefully, hopefully they stick around. So another thing I was checking out, and uh, it's actually something I I, dealt, I did back in November, and it uh, I was reading some articles on just some, and it was actually fun. I was reading article after article. Did you guys uh, catch out, catch the article that I posted in the show notes? Yes, the one about uh, elite dangerous. Yeah, about the elite the the, uh, the elite dangerous players. I almost called it ED, and every time I call it ED, <laughs> I'm like, so we're playing erectile dysfunction. That just pretty much is popping Cialis. Oh, faux pas, faux pas, my good man. So yeah, there was a, a bunch of a bunch of players that banded together to uh, help a a guy who was a, a cancer patient that uh, that like just griffers or griever. Or, fuck, this is hitting me hard. This hit me real hard. <laughs> I can't even speak. Um. Anyways, so other things, other players were just like wrecking the dude. So a bunch of elite dangerous dangerous players got together and. Uh, and like basically help the guy out, basically you know protected him and let him go do his thing. It was pretty cool. It's always nice to see a community come together. Well, I was just trying to think of it like how many times we've seen this in the past where the community comes together as just gamers and helps out. You know, just just does a really decent thing. Fairly frequently, we've seen it from everything from Make a Wish to Extra Life. Yeah, Extra Life to cancer patients to it's it's it's. One of those things you can say is that uh, the community does come together. Well, one of the things I was when I was looking it up, I found this uh, this gamers helping gamers, um, and it's actually it looks like I don't know if it's a scholarship or whether it's uh, like a, a funding or whatnot, but it's uh, a group of gamers that help help out by um, by helping out people get get through undergrad work, you know, undergrad college. They help pay for it. Wow. I thought it was really cool. That is very intriguing. Yeah, something I stumbled across. And I was just looking at it going, man. Buck the system. Yeah, but it's just cool that there are, you know, people out there that it, it's cool that gaming has evolved from just people sitting around their house in their underwear playing games and just BSing to, you know, it's weird. It's like a, it's an actual community. It's almost turned into like, uh, no, no, I'm not going to use that analogy. You know what? We can we can we can actually make it a uh, movement, or we can label it. It's not your mother's basement. <laughs> yeah, we could call it that. We could it's definitely not call your it that. Mother's beefcake. Um, I'll go with the basement one. I like that. I can go with that. But no, just uh, you know, what what other examples can you come up with of of just gamers helping out gamers? Because I I I I know that there's been. A bunch of them, and I just I flatlined today when I was thinking about it. I don't know, man. It there's been a bunch of them, it, it, but 
you kind of read it and go, oh, good, good. And then you kind of go into other things and forget, like, the specifics. I mean, it's actually becoming more frequent. Oh, what was that guy? Oh, no. Who's the guy who does uh, Nathan Drake's voice? Um... Is it Nolan North? I can't remember if Nolan North is the guy who does Nathan Drake's vo- voice or or the porn star. I would say consult the Dalek database, a.k.a. Google. Emperor Google. Come on. Come on, give me some goods. Give me some goods. <laughs> yes! Nolan North. Also does the voice of Deadpool in the cartoon. Anyway, so he dressed up. He does one of the voices for the guys of Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there was like a cancer patient that their wish or whatever was to meet one of the guys from Gears of War. And the like Nolan North dressed up completely and head to toe in Gears of War gear and went and visited them in the hospital. I just, I thought, like, shit like that is so cool. Um, oh, we were talking about, uh, like, like, okay, so Johnny Depp. Everybody knows Johnny Depp, right? Yes. Of course. Okay, so Johnny Depp is one of those really, really cool cats. We got in this weird conversation about uh, about just one-dimensional actors like... I say one-dimensional, just actors who play the same character over and over again. Um, I'm sure you can think up a ton of people, like our examples were George Clooney, um, Val Kilmer. You know, no matter who they play, they're still playing the same person. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. Wait, wait, he, he plays two people, actually, I should say, sorry. Not one, but two. Okay. Tom Cruise, the asshole, and Stark raving mad on Oprah. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But Jean-Claude Van Damme actually played a, a completely different character, I thought, in The Expendables. What was it, three? Two or three? Well, instead of being a hero, he was Jean-Claude Van Damme the villain. I know, but he, he played a completely different dude when he played a villain. Like, he was he was really good at being evil. Oh, have you seen the TV show on uh, uh, Amazon? No. Which one? Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Oh, my God. Dude, it is hilarious. I saw an ad for it, and it looked it looked quite funny, but I've not seen it yet. It is absolutely hilarious. I haven't seen it, but now I've got to see it. You know what I did catch that uh, I'm so freaking glad that they brought out on Netflix? Dude, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah. My word, they put that on Netflix? Dude, it, it, amazing. Like, I wanted to see it when they announced it, and I never got to because it was on Stars, right? Yes, Stars. Yeah, so I never watched it because it was on Stars, and it was just one of those, nah, you know what, I'll, I'll eventually catch it. I hear that Microbrew's father got to work with Bruce Campbell. You know what? I think it was a movie called Icebreakers. Yeah, I do believe that was the one he referenced. And I do believe uh, uh, he said that Bruce had a problem with uh, remembering his lines. Yes, he said he was he was a very uh, amicable fellow, but uh, very amusing, but uh, not good with the lines, I heard. What a fun guy. Well, I love Ash vs. the Evil Dead because it is gory and campy and everything that was fantastic about Evil Dead 1 and 2 and Army of Darkness. Like, all the things that you can think of that make those movies campy and cheesy yeah, and just, I mean, horrible in most sense. Contrary to proper belief in me being stuffy, I do believe Army of Darkness is one of my favorite movies. It's classic. Yeah, I, I almost died laughing when uh when he got dick in the face oh oh yeah when the when the dead body fell. yeah yeah <laughs> no dude i was um the, you know what this is gonna sound so horrible too but the thing that made me laugh was when they were in the police station and the daughter of the cop tears the cop's head off and says, oh, look, he does have a backbone, and grabs the spine and yes. throws the, the head at the girl. I don't know why, and I probably means <laughs> like I'm a sociopath or something, but I laughed so hard at that scene, and I couldn't figure out why. I, Dude, I, I, oh, my God, I thought Mortal Kombat when I saw that. 
I, I immediately thought, no, I don't even think I thought Mortal Kombat. I just, I thought, oh my God, that was the cheesiest line that you could have possibly said. That was a dad joke in a gory movie. I was like, it was just amazing. <laughs> I'd, I'd see in I'd my laughed head, hysterically. I heard uh, finish him and then fatality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That That's exactly what happened right there. They could use more dad jokes in gory movies. Dude, if, if they put dad jokes in gory movies, I I would probably die laughing. I'd probably cry dying <laughs> laughing. That would be it. Like, there would just be, well, Cecil Xavier, we knew him well. He watched a gory movie, and they had some dad jokes in it, and unfortunately he died a horrible, gasping-for-breath death. The best advice I got for any survival horror movie and whatnot is, is grab a pint and wait for it all to blow, blow over. Mm. Go to the Winchester. Uh, yep. Grab a pint. Exactly. Wait for the blow over. God, Shaun of the Dead. Man, was that a great movie. <laughs> Again, on the campy scale, but damn, they did campy well. Shit, how many times did we tell each other we had red on each other? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the scene where he's walking into the the fucking the, the grocery store, the little convenience store at the beginning, and he fucking slips in the blood. Yep. He's all groggy and he's like, whoa. And he and, just keeps yeah. walking. There's, yep. fucking sh- there's shit all around him that's saying there's a zombie apocalypse going on and he's just going in to get milk or some shit. He got like that uh, frozen pop or whatever. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, hello, leaving it on the counter. Walks out, not paying attention to the like uh, meandering dead off to his uh, left. God damn, that was a good movie. It's called The Hours Before Coffee or Tea. Man, there's just there's just so many fantastic uh like cult movies out there. Like just fantastic hilarious movies. I say, when did we bring on Uncle Festa? Yeah, this is uh <laughs> this is kinda Dude, kinda I had to take my rag there. off. It was getting hot on the head. Dude, I don't think my heat's on in here, and I'm very sure that I'm uh, I'm radiating <laughs> right now. Like, I don't know if you guys can see it on camera, but there's Yeah, just... dude, your face is kind of red. Whoa. This beer is hitting me really hard. I don't know whether I should feel embarrassed or happy. <laughs> I did sh- I did see the mosquito fly staggered afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a bug landed on me, bit me, and then just fell to the ground and kind of staggered away on its legs. <laughs> feel happy and drink another? <laughs> did you yell at it and tell it to spit it out? Great joke. Great friggin' joke. See, I can have a good time. So th- this guy isn't as stuffy as we were led to believe. I think we get a little more Jack Daniels in him, yeah. we might get that monocle to fall off. I don't know. I mean, he he said that he was an asshole, but I don't see any asshole. Um, shit, I completely lost my train of thought. We were talking about cult classics, and I had another cult classic in my head, and I completely just brain biffed. That's nah, all good. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I don't know. Oh, my God. There's a movie I haven't seen in, Jesus Christ, two decades. Crazy. A lot Christ. of the cult classics I watched uh, were in your living room in Salem. The first time yeah. I saw um, Night of the Living Dead was in your living room. Dude, you know how many people I have forced to watch Night of the Living Dead? Like physically <laughs> force them to sit down and watch that movie. The original, the black and white version, right? Of course the black and white version. Yeah. The, the only version. Dude, I can remember when, uh, oh crap, what the hell's her name now? I mean, didn't, wasn't that like one of the first movies to have a, um, uh, black leading role? I think you're right. I think, I think it might have been. I just, I just remember there were so many things about that. And a woman in a leading role? (laughs) Yeah, I just remember there were so many things about that movie that were just, at the time, well, which was a really long time ago, just so innovative that, People just didn't do, and and they did. He did. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was groundbreaking for sure. Yeah, it was fucking amazing, dude. Who who the what the fuck's her name now? My brain is completely melting. Nolan, Sarah Nolan. I know. I, who the girl that used to hang out with us with you? What's her name now? Cole Hammer. There we go. Yeah. God Sarah damn it. Cole Hammer. I I literally was brain. I'm like, I know her. And, and I'm I'm seeing I was seeing Nick and I was completely like 
blanking on her name. Dude. Uh, but she's married to Chris. I do believe his bear was spiked. Yeah, yeah. Well, she said she had never seen Night of the Living Dead. And I remember I was sitting there and I just stopped and I looked over and I went, are you serious? You've never seen Night of the Living Dead? And Corey just went, oh, God. <laughs> Head in the hand because he knew exactly what I was going to do. I had the movie in my car because I always kept that fucking movie in my car. Pulled out like, no, we're watching it right now. Like, well, no, I got it. No, you got to watch this right now. Sat down. I think I microwaved up some popcorn. Popped it in. Turned the lights out. I'm like, we're watching this movie now. And when we got to the end of it. She's just like, really? I had to watch that movie? Yes. And now you can say you've watched Night of the Living Dead if anybody asks you. And you won't ever have to endure that again. Yep. You watched a Romero classic. I just pray the fellow does not force people to watch the human centipede. Oh. That is appalling. No, I'm I'm not I'm not that cruel. For new meaning to ask the mouth. Just distasteful even. I, I might make people watch dumplings though. Yes. I have it. Anyone wants to watch it, I'll do a screening. What is I have never seen it. What is dumplings? Alright. Go on go on Zyberblood. Um, Dumplings is a Japanese horror flick, which involves... They do uh, work pretty well. A bit of, like, magic mysticism on, um, like, say, stem cells, which you could get the benefits through eating fetuses that are, you know, procured, chopped up, and put into dumplings. They went there? Yep. They went there. My, they went there. The Japanese are strange. Um, yeah, I mean... I just thought it was their cartoons that were demented. Tentacles going everywhere. The next time you eat a dumpling or, like, a wonton, could be fetus. Good thing I don't eat dumplings. Now if you flash back a few episodes, now you know why I violently vomited when he mentioned it after I ate bodega sushi. Yes. And also... There's a scene in the movie where the witch that does, like, the whole uh, preparation rips a fetus out of a woman, basically with a coat hanger. It's a rough movie to watch. <laughs> it's a really rough I movie say, to watch. What is the witch's name? Preparation H? <laughs> it, uh, I remember years ago you were telling me about Dumpling. It was part of the... Uh, Three Extremes. That was it. Three extremes. And I remember you telling me about it. I'm like, all right, I like extreme movies. I'll check this out. And I think you had all three. I'm sorry. I think you've broken me. Yep. I, I think you had all three of them. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to sit down and watch them. And I said, hey, which one should I start with? And you, without batting an eyelash, were like, dumplings. Start with dumplings. I'm like, all right, I'll start with dumplings. Cool. Yep. Get the hard one out before watching the other ones that are a little bit lighter. I didn't watch the rest of them. I watched dumplings <laughs> and I handed you them back. I did not watch the rest of them. I watched dumplings and I, I'm fairly confident that I have some sort of post-traumatic stress over that. That movie You're was welcome. rough, man. <laughs> Thank you. At least you can say you watched it. I mean, I knew he had a rather pasty, almost slimy complexion, like a dumpling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. Um... I mean, it, it, it to me it was a lot lighter than Visitor Q. Visitor Q had a, like, I, I'm saying hardcore, like, acted out necrophilia kind of thing going on. <laughs> My word, this conversation has degraded dramatically. Well, it escalated quickly, I would even say. That's the best thing about GNA. We talk, we go straight from video games into necrophilia without batting an eyelash. Just another day. I mean, hey. It's almost like as if, oh, hi, a little puppy. Uh, I'm in hell. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, hi, Hitler. I haven't heard there's a Kitler I keep hearing about. Well, I mean, come on. We're still on topic because in our Discord, we do have movies as a room. We do. And we talk about some funny movies. We also have anime as a uh, as a room. Yes. Uh, we go uh, we go on about our favorite anime. Spe oh, dude, okay. So I started watching Godzilla again, and then, of course, I stopped, which I'm probably going to get back into after a couple more beers, not 120 beers, because that might actually kill me. 
but some other lighter beers, you know, Megatron. Like, yeah, like like maybe some Dark Hollows or something like that. I'll I'll kick into. Nice. I swear, Mister Dalek. Next time when you're drinking, avoid your voice box. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, you know, I gotta. Uh, it's getting crackly. I gotta, I gotta keep, I gotta keep kicking that uh, that voice box in there. It's my, uh, you know, it's my, it's my Cyberman coming through. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you guys like? Do you guys keep in? Do you keep up with Doctor Who? Absolutely. I am trying to get through gray-haired old man right now. Okay, so they just did this past Christmas, the of course Doctor Who Christmas special, which they always do, but. The wife and I watched it. Yes, we, we stood up, stayed up and watched it. Yes. I'm not going to really ruin anything. Well, no. Fuck it. I'm going to ruin everything. So you might want to mute me or take J- your headphones off right now. No, no. It's a chick. Not that she's a chick. Just just remember, every time you think, should I be nice? He made you watch something like dumplings. Good point. So fuck you. Anyway. So if you don't want to hear this, mute. You know, skip Skip forward like 30 seconds. But there's a scene um, where they bring back the original Doctor, the first Doctor Who, dude, what? and it's the it's the guy that plays, um, you know, the the guy who has the cat in Harry Potter. Yeah, it's him. But they do his clothes, his makeup, his hair so amazingly well, and they actually edit in the scenes from the old Doctor Who. Wow, absolutely amazing. <laughs> They did wow. a marvelous job considering the original actor has passed away a long time now, but it, it is very convincing. Yeah, it's it's super convincing when you see it. Like even more convincing than when they did the uh the two doctors, the the day of the doctors okay. episode. Yeah, the day of, yes. Like even more convincing than that. That's where they saved their planet. Yeah, it was really, really good. And it even brought back um the lieutenant from I think and I think the lieutenant was the second or third doctors. Okay. Companion. Or maybe it was Baker's. Maybe it was the fifth Doctor's. I just remember the Lieutenant was was one of the main... I want to say it was the second Doctor. I remember the fifth Doctor being in it. Well, well I, I remember the Lieutenant that was in the Christmas episode. He was a main character in... He was one of the main companions for one of the other Doctors. I want to say it was the second. Now that I keep thinking about it, I think it was the second. But it was just really, really cool because you never really find out what happens to him. And that kind of tells you, hey, this is what happened to him. So that's, that's, I don't know, that was really, really freaking cool. Just You can tell when they make that show and then when they make it for the fans, you know, versus just making a show to make money. Right. I still want to see what happened to his granddaughter from the originals. Yeah, you do. You know, it's so weird because he just, he's got a granddaughter and then... Just randomly, he doesn't. It's like, what was that movie where a woman yeah, has her family, and then all of a sudden she can't find her, her kid? No, she can't find her kid everywhere, and everybody just tells her, you've never had a kid, and she's sure she she's had a kid. I think it was like Jodie Foster. Nobody believes nobody believes her, and the cops won't believe her, but you know something's going on, and her kid's disappeared, and everybody just tells her she never had one. I thought it was that redhead from Boogie Nights. I thought that movie was with the redhead from Boogie Nights. I don't remember. The Others? No, The Others was kind of a horror movie where they right. were dead. And that has uh, Tom Cruise's Uh-oh, ex-wife. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Crap, now it's going to kill me. All right, gotta got to find that movie. Emperor Google, once again. We should probably just like let Google know that we're advertising for them. Right? Oh, you don't have to. Google already knows. That's a good point. Google knows everything. Google lead us. Google be praised. Dude, did you guys see fucking Elon Musk was selling? And yes, he sold out of damn things. The flamethrower, yeah. The flamethrowers, dude. The... Did you see his? Tw- did you see his tweets in response to that? He shouldn't be selling them. Which one? No, go ahead. What was it? He was. He wrote back in response to people criticizing for the uh, flamethrowers. You're right. You sh- you shouldn't buy one, unless you're against fun. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, unless you don't like to have fun. He has been such a smart aleck. It's been uh, rather refreshing to see a billionaire having that much fun. Dude, if anybody's going to turn into Batman, it's going to be that man. I have been sorely disappointed that in this country, we have a couple hundred billionaires and not a single one became Batman. But that may change. Um, yeah, they were talking about that on the Kirk. radio yesterday morning. And I just started laughing my ass off because... 
He doesn't care. He made them really cheap. He sold them for uh, 500 bucks, and he's at like something like 30,000 sales right now. I got so excited, I need a new monocle. <laughs> so the thing that I thought was funny was his Bugger. tweet about, uh, so this, you know, he's like, this this rumor that I'm, 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 uh, what the hell was it? Like, I'm. I'm building a factory to start the the or or I'm I'm falsely starting the the zombie apocalypse zombie apocalypse so I can boost my flamethrower sales is preposterous. Where the hell would I find a factory that would? It's like a zombie apocalypse would take millions of zombies. Where the hell would I get a factory that big to make that? Yes, it, it was quite quite clever. I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I'm I'm drunk, but man, I'm pretty was... sure Foxconn could uh, help with that. They're well, huge. Maybe yeah. But yeah, Elon Musk, if anybody's going to turn into Batman, that guy's going to turn into Batman. <laughs> that guy's eccentric. And enough. I dare say, hopefully everybody's bought enough flamethrowers. Dude, that thing looks amazing. Actually, Have you seen one? I think, yes, I've seen it used. In fact, he was running around playing with it in a, in a video. It was quite funny. Yeah. Although, does he have anything against robots? To go against robots? Well, I'm pretty sure he can use a flamethrower against robots. I hope so. Yeah, go go find a Roomba and set it on fire. I guarantee you the thing stops working. I did hear that D from Microbrew got one of those Amazon Echoes. And he was asking Alexa to start the robot apocalypse. Well, I've got one of those Google Home things. But did you ask it to start the robot apocalypse? No, I did ask it to itch my back, though. The drone will be there shortly. Actually, right. no. It, it it just looked at me. It just it just paused up and said, "Well, I can't do that right now, but I'm I'm trying my best to do better." I think Elon Musk plays Destiny because his flamethrower looks like a Destiny gun. Dude, it does. It totally does. <laughs> Bonus for aesthetics. Aesthetics. It's starting to get to me too. <laughs> Dude, this this. 120 minute IPA. I mean, this is. I'm. I'm happy to say I'm a one beer queer right now because this is amazing. Wow, maybe that's why his face looks melted. Why did he burn his face off with a fuck with a fucking flamethrower? No, no. I always thought he looked weird, and this must be why. Do tell, man. Do tell. No, that's just it. Like maybe the heat from the flamethrower made his face look all like. Tight and oh, waxy. like he's a wax replica? Yeah. Like you've seen the wax museum of the uh, celebrities? Maybe he's a robot. He's the Terminator. Maybe. He could be the Terminator. Maybe Japan did their business and they're like, oh, we, we, get, we get them real good. <laughs> I sure hope Elon Musk does not have tenors. I'm sorry, but, you know, oh. I, I, I kind of had an incident earlier this week. I posted it in the GNA. I, I almost got hacked by someone in Japan. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, but you know what? We we get uh, we get those emails from from like African princes every other day. We got we actually you know what? If we actually made a dollar for every time we got a inheritance letter, I'm pretty sure we'd have like a dollar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we we wouldn't need an inheritance letter. Touche. Wow, that'd be a lot of 120s we could buy. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, speaking of what I see, I don't know if I count like 120s are are just so seldom made. I think they make them like once a year. Sounds like a specialty. Yeah, like I always call it like a specialty beer. I I always used to call it a microbrew, but then I realized that a microbrew is a completely different thing than a small batch of beer. Um, but like I've had some really really great microbrews. That I kind of attest in the same vein as the 120s. Um, and I'm trying to think, what was that microbrew? What's that place up in Vermont? Omagog? No, no. Omagang? Then there's uh, First Republic Brewing. That's New York. That's Cooperstown, New York. Oh, Omagang's New York? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made some yeah. really, really great brews. Yes. And there was a, um, there was a, a really great... Uh, Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, I got to figure out why I'm, I th- why I'm breaking up I here. believe we should start calling him Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave. There you go. There we go. I could take that nickname. Um, Better than the last one you had. No, what's some of the, uh, like, microbrews? Um, Rare Voss. They have Who? Nirvana. 
Um, they have uh, three philosophers. Um, let's see. Um, they have their uh, their wit. Um, they have their uh, Game of Thrones collection. Um, okay. Uh, they have their. Does everybody die after drinking that one? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't dare touch the one called the Red Wedding. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Uh, they have their fruit station, which is actually pretty good. It's a light beer, but tastes good. Does anybody have any friends that are getting married soon? I know the perfect song to play for them. You know what? I am probably part of the one percent of people who have never seen a full Game of Thrones episode ever. All right. And there we just lost all of our our listeners. Bye, guys. I do apologize for that, Savage. I'm eventually going to read the books. How about this? You haven't even read the books? I don't really care for the season, for the series. Oh, I can, I can respect that. I mean, if I want to see fucking and punching, I'd watch Californication. Dude, if I wanted to see that, I'd watch Spartacus. That too. That was a great show. That 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 show was brutal. Oh my god, I. I told this story once before, I think when I first came on and we were talking about shows. Uh, the second season of Spartacus uh, covered, um, I, uh, I can't remember the dude's name, um, the one that was training everybody, covered his time and the slave that was frozen, that, that was free, not frozen. Shit, I can't speak, but yeah. And then you get back to like, present time Spartacus breaking free and I got pissed off I got really fucking pissed off I was like why the fuck did they replace the freaking actor that played Spartacus he did an amazing job what the fuck and then like it took me about a year and a half to realize from an article I read the original actor died <laughs> oh so actually what I was about to ask <laughs> so there you are being a total dick going, God, yep. why'd they replace him? He was such a good guy. Why'd you replace him? Oh, yep. he died. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oops. Because apparently taxidermy humans, the taxidermy <laughs> humans is a faux pas. They don't like it. Yeah, that was like one of those, oh, God, sorry. Um. <laughs> Especially if, when you film them, apparently. Ask Logan Paul. You catch a lot of flack for filming anything not alive. It depends on your market. <laughs> okay, I gotta ask. What market would you be in where stuffing a human works? Uh, underground porn? I was about to say necrophilia and stuffed animals. So a furry necrophilia? Dude, pretty much. I'm sure they have those. I mean, I heard of a, I heard of a, uh, of a rather odd one called nugget porn. Oh God! <laughs> you had to bring up nugget porn. Well, you do, you do realize that after they stopped using them for McDonald's commercials, they needed to find work. Well, there was a line. We just blasted right by it. Gone straight through it. Well, I'm going to give you my uh, my last report on this beer before closing the show. I'm just going to call this episode the 120 minute episode. Um I'm intrigued. I'm I must try it. This uh now that it's warmed up and now that I'm completely lit off of a single beer, which is funny. There's probably plenty of people going, "Oh, I've drank like all four 120s and I never got lit." Okay, well cool. I'm I guess my liver has just given up the ghost and now it's just pumping it directly into my bloodstream. It's got to be, because a previous, a previous episode, the live episode, you town too, uh, you're probably still under the effects of the two bottles and two hours you drank of rum. Yeah, I did drink a lot of rum. You haven't realized yet that you are already dead. Yeah, yeah, I've just pickled myself. The only reason I'm still here is because the rum preserved me. My brain is floating around and all pickled. You didn't realize I cast the Grundy spell on you. Whatever you do, don't pee. Oh, was that it? I yeah. died on a Monday? Yeah. Came back on a Tuesday? Nice. The Grundy. You know Solomon Grundy? Yeah. I just did part of the poem, dude. Yes. All right. Sorry. Uh, but anyway, so the last last bit on this beer, now that it's warmed up, um, it's still surprisingly as thick, but there is a, a new host, a new medley of flavors that's going along with it. 
So it's a little bit more of a complex fa- flavor now that it's warmed a little well, bit. Well, now that it's warmed up a bit, I'm getting more of the bite from it um, on the tongue than just down the gullet. Like it doesn't just feel like a torpedo of fire going down. <laughs> it it's like, hey, you're drinking something highly alcoholic, and then it's a torpedo of fire going down. As long as it's not a herpes mugged man. How would you feel then about a 2500 IBU? Please stop. I can only get so erect. There is a beer called um, Flying Monkeys Alpha Fornication by Flying Monkey Brewing Company. But you can only taste so many, so much bitterness before it all becomes the same. I know, but I just want to try it just because I want to try it. So if you all look and watch a future episode videotaped and you swear you saw a puckered butthole, it's just his face after drinking that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like my whole face would literally just... In- will turn into a sphincter. It would just implode on itself and you'd see this one little spot where my nose is because I got a gargantuan nose. you see this one little spot where my nose is and just be sticking out and like one nostril breathing. That would be it. And guess what? Like the beak of a barnacle. My God, you'd be... A barnacle? Oh, dude, I fucking hate barnacles. Um, yeah, the um, beer it, it hails from Canada. Ontario, Canada. Oh, really? And and get this, the funny part? The I do hear you're very... I do hear they're very bitter from being number two. It's Barrie. Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Uh-huh. Spelt uh-huh. just like the, the place where D lives. Is there a Barry everywhere or something? Like a, there's a Barry Vermont, there's a Barry Massachusetts, there's a Barry Canada. I got a Dingleberry hanging off my ass. Does that count? Um, if it shows up on the map, it does. Well, if I sit on the map, it'll show up. <laughs> then it counts. Continuity, everybody. Continuity. We like to make sure we come full circle here on GNA. Right? By the end of the show, you get what we were, you know, at months ago. Apparently, we're like a cul-de-sac of pain. We we try to yeah. do good. We try to do good. Stick to the topics. But round robin. It's almost like it's almost as much of a lost cause as the current presidency. I would almost call it. Uh, I would almost call them incidents of coincidence. Fair enough. Well, on that note, uh, Mister Monocle Guy, um, we don't really care where we can find you. Where could we find D from Microbrew Gamers? You can find D from Microbrew Gamers on Microbrew Gamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. You can find him on YouTube. Yeah, as long as YouTube hasn't banned everybody by then, all small uh, YouTubers. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and the GNA. Everything. You guys are all over the place now. Well, hurrah. And uh, Zyberblood, where can people find you at? Well, um, when I'm so inclined and not working late and get home and feel like streaming, you can find me on my uh, um, Twitter, Mixer, um, sometimes YouTube, but I'm not releasing anything to YouTube directly yet. I'm still working on a few things. Um, but mostly right here on our lovely GNA Discord channel or Twitter. And uh, if you want a game, it's Z Y B E R B L O O D. I'm pretty much every format. And I still say if you come across a Zyber Blood that isn't me, cause them pain, cause them harm, I want my name back. Yeah, yeah. Kick him in the nuts. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host for the evening. Uh, you can find me at Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier on Facebook, uh, on both Mixer and Twitch. You can find me on Cecil Xavier there, and also hanging out, spending most of my time on the GNA Discord. So find me there, come play some Tarkov, and I can axe you in the face like I do everybody else that's on my team and I play with. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. <laughs> so if you enjoy listening to us, and other, uh, let other people know. Um, you Did you just call us iTunes? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I heard. Where are we from? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm scavenging the, the dead rodents off the street, man. Okay, now, you obviously don't remember the night of your bachelor party. Yeah. If you did, you wouldn't be worried about what I'm calling you. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<gasps> How much do you want? <laughs> All right, iTunes. Uh, reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, tell other people about it so they know too. You can find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast, Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker. You can also find us on places like MyTuner and Your Listen. Uh, and wherever the hell else you want to find us. If you're listening to someplace and you can't find us there, let us know. We'll upload there too. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join our uh, Discord chat. See the pinned tweet. Facebook. We're also on Facebook. Join us at GNA Podcast. We've started hosting guests on our stream and feeds on www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA Podcast or Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. Um, we also have a YouTube channel that we're on. Uh, we've been, Blue Shark and I have been playing some Borderlands together. We're trying to get him through his first run, so come join us there. And uh, you might even be watching this on YouTube that we're doing right now because, you know, we're recording it. It's going to be weird. We started playing, uh, sorry. It's going to be a little hard to join Blue Shark. I heard he's in the basement still. Oh. Hey, Blue Shark. You did remember to feed him at least. No, I didn't feed him. I just sprinkled beer on him every now and then. He's fine. That counts. He's, he's kind of like a, one of those weeds that like beer. Oh. Well, that like wasn't beer. beer. Seriously, that wasn't beer. Oh, it was processed beer. Probably. We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community, where uh, you can find shows such as... Oh, crap. I put all question marks here because I never remembered to put anybody in here. But uh, you can find great shows like... Um, My Morning Coffee. Uh, and down the Flux. There we go. Two great shows. Go check them and us out on NinjaPancake.com. Uh, you can also email us at GNA Podcast at GNAinyourDNA.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We'd love to hear from you. Give us something that isn't an African prince telling us that we've got some inheritance coming to us. So, guys... Again, as always, thank you for joining me on the show. Absolutely, uh, brother. And even though, and and we got a, a, a new a new gentleman, uh, kind of a uh, absurdly gentleman, a, uh, a kind of, you, you might call him a gentleman asshole, joining us on the show this evening. It's my profession. Have a great night, guys. Good night, man. Have a wonderful one. You savages. <laughs> <laughs>